Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Today we've got a great malicious compliance story all about minding your own business. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, you want me to do something else while I'm waiting? Okay. At my most recent former employer, a home improvement store in the vein of Lowe's or Home Depot, I worked in receiving, mostly unloading trucks with a forklift. About two years into my time there, we got a new assistant store manager, let's call him Gary. This guy came in and thought that not only did his crap not stink, but that we should all eat as much of it as possible. Micromanaging, changing standard operating procedures, etc. Everything he said was right. So one day, a truck is in the process of backing down the ramp to our receiving docks, but there's a problem with the brakes, and the wheels are just dragging. Since my job at that moment is wait until the truck comes in and unload it once it does, there's literally nothing I can really do apart from give the dude good vibes from my seat. To be clear, the problem was not any failing on the driver's part, just bad luck with the hoses. At this time of day, we have two people on the clock in receiving. Me on one forklift, waiting for the truck, and my department manager on another, helping out in the outside yard because two propane forklifts were disabled, and they had two lumber trucks show up at the same time. We only had two electric forks, and they were the only ones that could be inside the building, redacted to protect those with no sense of humor. So basically, I'm literally all alone on the only available forklift that can unload the truck, which is fine because that's my freaking jam. At the same time, we only had one dock of these three available for live loads, because one already had an unhooked trailer, and the other one was broken. So while we're understaffed and short equipment, and while the driver is trying to unfreak his truck, Gary walks into receiving with the two other department managers and sees me sitting on the forklift, basically just twiddling my thumbs as I watch the driver. I can understand how it might look like I'm freaking off, since I kind of am, but not really. Why are you just sitting there? Gary asks me. Waiting for the truck to back up, I say. He says, while you're waiting, you can do other things. I look out the door and see the driver come out from between the truck and trailer and get back in the cab. So I say, but he's almost got it. You'll be docked in like a minute. They say, and in that minute, you can do other things. I've had more than my share of crappy leaders in my life, and I can tell by Gary's tone and body language that nothing is going to shake him from this attitude, so I just say, you got it. What should I do while I wait? Gary says, go outside and help unload one of the lumber trucks. I say, for how long? Sounding annoyed, he waves his hands in a shooing motion and says, for as long as it takes, now go! Then he walks away. The two department managers look at each other, look at me, smile, and follow after him. They know what's about to happen. Hey buddy, you got it. I'm absolutely gonna do this for you. So I spin the forklift around and zip out through the big overhead door into the outside yard to help with the lumber trucks. As I do this, I hear the trailer back into the dock. But that doesn't matter, because Gary gave me a mission. I make it to where the lumber trucks are parked in the yard and my department manager drives over next to me. He says, why are you out here? Isn't the truck docking? 
I nod. Gary told me I needed to be out here helping while I wait. He was very insistent. I slowly emphasized the last two words. My manager just smiles, turns around, and continues to unload. I start helping. A stack of studs here, a bundle of trusses there, and I'm doing my part to empty these flatbeds of wood. While this is happening, I hear the gate attendant for the outside yard radio that we have another truck waiting to come in. I radio back that it's gonna have to wait until the other truck is gone. Then another truck shows up. And another. In the 20 minutes I've been outside, four trucks besides the one that is now in the dock have arrived to be unloaded in our single dock. And every time I tell the gate that they have to wait, at this point the general store manager Mike finally hears what's happening over the radio and cuts in. Hey, what's going on? Are we not unloading the truck and receiving? I radio back and say, I'll be there in just a second. I put the load I've got on my tines where it needs to go and haul butt back to receiving. As I drive into the bay, Mike and Gary are both standing there with the driver next to them. I zip up next to them and hold my hand out for the driver's paperwork. He hands it to me as Gary says, What the heck is taking you so long? Why haven't you started unloading yet? You told me to help on the lumber tracks while I wait, I say. Gary sputters and says, I meant until this truck was in the dock. I look at Mike and then back to Gary. I asked you for how long and you said for as long as it takes. I didn't say that. I look at him and he looks at me like he's daring me. And I like taking dares. I name the two department managers who were with him when he told me and say, We all heard you say it. You were very clear. His face turns the color of an apple. And not like a Fuji or a Gala, but a red freaking delicious. He opens his mouth, but Mike puts a hand on his arm and stops him. Mike looks at me and says, Get it sorted fast, okay? I nod and get started as Mike walks away with Gary fuming beside him. Now, I didn't hear their conversation because I was kicking butt and taking names on my forklift, but word got back to me that Mike told Gary he would never be allowed to question anything anyone in receiving does, and especially me when it comes to unloading trucks. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. If I'm on a forklift, I'm basically untouchable. And over the next year that Gary was with us, he abided by that directive. Though he did feel entitled to shoot me a dirty glance or 20 every so often, not that I cared, because I had trucks to unload. Well, in certain situations where it's just not really feasible to cover your butt, it certainly can help to just make sure you have other people who can serve as witnesses to the things you were ordered to do. I really do think the thing that sunk Gary the most here is not that he made this mistake, It's that they blatantly tried to lie and make OP out to be the bad guy here. All things considered, when it was revealed how low Gary went here, I think Gary got off easy. This next story is, you want us to mine our business? Okay. 
Hello, this is an old story from around 2015. I was at the time a college student and I hope you'll enjoy it. Also, English isn't my native language. I was living in my first apartment, a complex for college students. The complex gives us a separate bedroom and bathroom, but the kitchen and dinner room were common. There was one kitchen per floor. As you expect, dinner time was crowded, but we managed. Quickly, I noticed a guy. He always did the same thing. He came, prepared a quick meal, put it in the induction hob, and left. I noticed him for two reasons. First, I find it odd to leave the kitchen while cooking. If you cook a long meal, I get it, but a quick meal? The second reason was because he left for an unreasonable time. His main meal was a three-minute rice, but he usually left for 20 to 30 minutes. So while I was cooking and then eating in the kitchen area, I often stop the pan and evacuate the water to not have the rice turning bad. After multiple times, I try to tell him that whatever he did, his rice was only cooking for 3 minutes, and since his activities take him 20 minutes each time, he should take care of his meal, but he shut me off, telling me to mind my business. I told him that he wasn't nice, but I will indeed stop taking care of his meal now, and his meal will turn bad. He smirks, telling me there are a lot of people on the floor and someone will do it anyway. Few days later, I can see his pan with rice again and someone else decided to take care of it. That person ended up sitting in my table to eat and asked about the rice without the owner when everyone was eating. So I told her about the guy who constantly left others cooking for him. She tells me I was being mean and we should help each other. I told her I won't stop her from cooking for him, but he'll be ungrateful. She didn't like my answer and stayed silent. I saw her taking care of his meal multiple times after that. Then, one day, she caught the man fleeing the kitchen and ran after him. She came back and sat right next to me. She wanted to vent about how the man was a brat. I laugh, I say, I told you. This scenario repeated five times. But the last two were easier since three people were telling the same thing. At some point, someone asked the dude what he was doing to ditch his meal every day. Video games. After our team of five were formed, I noticed one thing. Basically, no one was helping to anything in the kitchen. The only one of us who did was us five. We were 20 per floor. It wasn't a big building. Only 100 rooms for five floors. So with us not helping him anymore, his rice will finally turn bad. I talked to the others about it, and we decided to see the show. We came the earliest possible, cook, eat, and just hang out in the kitchen. Then comes the man, as usual. He puts water in his pan adds the three-minute rice, and left. The time we came back was random, but mostly around 20 to 30 minutes. The worst was one hour. We waited, three minutes passed, and he wasn't there, as expected. Others started to come and make their meal. Sometimes they asked for the abandoned rice, so we just explained that the owner was in his room playing video games. They all shrug and continue their business, nobody even trying to help. Oh yeah, he put the induction hub at max temperature too. After 30 minutes, we expected him to come, but he didn't. Feeling interested in science, I never saw overcooked rice before. Well, not that overcooked. I approach the pan to look at the rice. I take a fork and dig a little. They asked what it looks like. I answer the rice looks completely fine if untouched, but disintegrates in a fine powder in the water with my fork. At 40 and 50 minutes, he still wasn't there. Most people have finished eating and returned to their room by now. Two of the group decided to leave too. At one hour, someone checked the state of the rice and said all the water was evaporated. It was proposed to stop the induction hob to not risk a fire, but we decided not to, mostly because we were there. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The other two decided to leave having better things to do. I think about it myself, but hey, I'm patient and petty, and I want to see his face in front of that pan. I was then waiting by myself. At 1 hour 30 minutes, I checked the rice. As expected, the bottom was dark. At 2 hours, one of the four saw me alone in the kitchen. The conversation was as follows. OP, yes? What are you doing alone in the kitchen? Wait, are you still waiting? Yes. He didn't get his rice yet? No, he didn't. What the... But I took a shower and watched TV. This rice has been cooking since when? It's been two hours now. No, that's impossible. I used the chronometer on my phone. The induction hob is off, right? I said no. I didn't put it off. But I opened the window for the burn odor. She approaches the pan and declared the rice burnt. She quickly left the kitchen, excited. At 1 hour 10, she came back with the three others and snacks. Everyone wanted to see the state of the rice. Someone tried to dig with a wooden spoon and declared the pan damaged. He couldn't dig at all. The rice is melted and now is a part of the pan. I don't know much about it. I never got a dish burnt that much, but I agree that cleaning it will be a challenge. At 2 hours 15, I checked the rice. Not a single grain was white anymore. At 2 hours 30, look who came. The man. He finally shows his nose in the kitchen. We look at him with anticipation. He looks at us a little puzzled, but goes to his pan. He looks at his rice and then he froze. He didn't move for a while. He tries to take his pan off the induction hub, but burnt himself with the metallic handle. We all look at him amused. He looks at us, still shocked, and asks where was his food. We told him in his pan. He said there's no way he always finds his rice around. We told him no one touched his food. Didn't he put the rice in the pan himself? He argued that usually he just has to put his rice and go to his room. When he comes back, someone's been taking the rice off for him. But sometimes with everyone moving around, he finds his rice in odd places like on the oven. But he didn't see any rice in the kitchen. We told him that indeed that was what happened, but he told each of us to mind our business, so neither of us touched his food today. I think that was when he realized who we were. He looked alternatively to the pan and us. He looks at the pan again and then asks us what he'll eat now. We answer that we don't know. He can still make rice again, but he has to stay nearby because we will not help him anymore. He looks at us and tries to touch the pan again. He succeeds to move it using his shirt on the handle. He put it in the sink with cold water. He tries to clean it, but quickly looks at us again and asks how he should clean that. We don't know, really. He looks at us in despair. He said he only has one pan. We laughed. I left after that. I know that two people stayed, but I saw what I wanted. While he still went to his room after putting his meal on the pan, he comes back around five minutes later, then eventually just stops coming to his room. I guess the round trip was a hassle for just a few minutes. Outside that, I noticed that he has a brand new pan. 
I mean, this is definitely all-time laziness and the worst case of trying to min-max your time I've ever seen in my life. Who puts food on that's going to be done in three minutes and thinks to themselves, Oh yeah, we can get some gaming time in on this one. Like, you really think you got time to throw the rice on for three minutes and still catch a Fortnite lobby? You really think you can squeeze in a whole mission on Spider-Man 2? Honestly, I bet this guy was playing like Baldur's Gate or something. Now that's the kind of game where you go to play for two to three minutes and all of a sudden you're coming to two or three days later in some Baldur's Gate stupor. I just hope that through all of this waiting around that they had like a fire extinguisher or something nearby because who knows if this could have turned hairy real quickly with the rice just burning up like that for hours. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another awesome malicious compliance story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.